0: So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves.
1: Everyone, we're so glad you have joined us today. Terry and I just look forward to talking to you all the time. We think about it, pray about it, and we're just even more excited this time. You know, as bad as things are out there in the world, the word of God is still true, it It is is the steadfast anchor of the soul
0: forever. Oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven (laughs) forever. It's settled,
1: it's settled. And I'm so grateful that is. Uh, my mind is renewed to that, that I know the word of God is truth and that it will never fail. God cannot lie. And that if we can find it in the word <laughs> of God, it'll it'll calm the storm. Oh, absolutely. It'll bring peace to the soul, and it'll give you an opportunity to exercise in what we're talking about now but is see, spiritual the, authority. Yeah,
0: and the catch to that scripture I just gave is it says forever, oh, Lord. Yes. That's a long time, forever, right. oh, Lord thy word is settled in the heavenlies. And so people just take that and, you say, oh well, it'll all work out. It's the pan doctrine. Everything will pan out. Uh, oh, oh, God's in control. Oh, oh, whatever happens is of God. Oh, everything happens for a reason. It must be God. No, no, no. No, that's the, right. But the, but the the caveat to that, the catch to that is, but the word of God's not settled in you. You've got to settle it. That's right. In your area. That's right. You know, forever, O oh Lord, Thy word is settled in the heavenlies. Now, it's up to me to settle it on the earth. That's right. It's up to me to take that word that that's right. settle the heavens that's right. and cause it to settle the earth. And that's up to the Christian because Adam sinned.
1: Individual, individual. Had Adam
0: not sinned, if we're still right. in the Garden of Eden, it wouldn't be a problem.
1: Right. But, you know, back to what we've been talking about the last two programs, uh, the Lord opened all that up to you in, in Genesis 126. Oh, and you Lord. began to Wonderful teach on scripture. spiritual authority. Mm-hmm. And just to recap a little well, bit. It was just,
0: we just say it's God's heart, but you can look into the heart of God. Right. When he created the earth, he had already created everything except man. Right. And then in verse 26, Genesis 1, he says, Now let us make man in our likeness and our image, and let them, them men and women, right. let them, God's people, let them have dominion, have dominion. over the." And he broke it down into categories. I mean over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, right. over the beasts of the field, right. and over all the oh, earth, Christ. which would include... Weather, hurricanes, earthquakes, tsunamis, right, right. fires, droughts, right. floods,
1: infestations, <laughs>
0: and everything that creepeth on the, on the earth. earth. So we talked about you can you can see the heart of God. Then we That's talked right. about being combat ready. I mean, we're we're in a war and and we've got to be combat ready. That's we right. absolutely have to be. And so we talked about spiritual authority. I told two stories uh the last two weeks, uh two testimonies about a pastor who, really who had a young man in his church die and he tried to raise him up from the dead on the spot, didn't work. He went to the hospital, tried to raise him up, didn't work. And he said, Brother Terry, how come it didn't work? And I said, two, two, two words, spiritual authority. He yeah. said, what does that mean? I said, it means you didn't have it. You didn't have he it. He said, what does that mean? I said, well, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't have it, but you can get it. Yeah. Sometimes you don't have it and you can't get it, so forget it. Uh, and he said, I never heard of that at that point in my then, life. Talk to me about that. And
1: then you gave, he, Terry gave such a great testimony about when they were living in Corpus Christi uh, going to our church, and they were going to the mission field, flying in and out, and a hurricane came.
0: Mm-hmm. Hurricane Gilbert, which nobody remembers because it didn't do any damage. <laughs> and yet all the news media in America said it was going to be the hurricane of the century, the hurricane of the century, right. and it was a Category 5 coming straight at right. Corpus Christi. The news media wouldn't even come there. They stopped at Houston and waiting for the destruction. Right. And, and I went out to the, to the ocean, drove out to the beach, and pointed at Gilbert and said, Gilbert, yeah. you're not coming here. And I told him where to go, and he did. Uh, and so you never hear anything about Gilbert. But we, we have authority and dominion. That's right. Uh but Genesis by the same token. But by the same token, a lot of times we don't have authority. Right. Our Christians when think have, they have authority. Yeah. Christians mentally assent to it and say, Oh, well, I'm a Christian, so I'm I'm running everything. No, no, no. You you have to settle it. <laughs> right. And, and, and it's like kinda, you said
1: in your life. Yeah.
0: In, it's kind of like your, we were we were we were talking earlier, you know, about uh uh the temptation when the devil said to Jesus, jump down off this deal, because yeah. after all, uh, God's given the angels charge over right. you, Psalms 91. And uh, we said, and the main question we ought to ask is, why didn't Jesus jump?
1: exactly
0: he didn't jump why didn't he jump why
1: didn't he jump and I that, mean
0: he's Jesus he's the son of God he's got exactly. spiritual authority yeah. why didn't he jump
1: well and people say that a lot of times too, too well God can do anything well but he's going to do it through you mm-hmm. and it's not we're not questioning his ability well they ability. think it's
0: automatic oh no but I'm a Christian that won't happen to me oh well, <laughs> no you've got to take the word and yeah, settle we'll it we're going
1: to talk about that when we come back
0: Hello, Terry Myers here. Let me give you a piece of really, really good news. Psalms 119 verse 89 says, Forever, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in the heavens. Isn't that great news? We don't have to, we don't have to have an opinion. We don't have to cast a vote because God already has an opinion. He's already cast a vote and he said forever forever my word is settled. So we can go to his word, his book, find out what he said, and take that to the bank. It'll work for you, work for you every time. I talk about these kind of things in my very first book I ever wrote called More Than Conquered. It's 40 years old uh, now, and it's just helped people all over the world, printed in lots of languages and blessed lots of people, and it will bless you, and it will help you to realize that forever. Forever the word of God is settled. You already know how to win. You already know what the outcome is going to be.
1: <laughs> wow, that was a that's an amazing question, Terry, when you think about that. Why didn't Jesus jump? And a lot of people are stumped about that. They're confused about that conversation between Jesus and the devil. And that that those that Jesus just didn't fall into the trap of of cavalier frivolity about mm-hmm. yeah, i'm superman no no that's right <laughs> you know? you don't
0: have to prove anything
1: no you don't thank this god this
0: isn't about you proving who you are
1: right no right it's that's about
0: what... proving who god is that's right you know we talked last week about elijah we talked about the preacher and the satanist <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah know, really that's you know, good uh, there was a drought in the land for three <laughs> years because the prophet elijah said it's not gonna rain until i say right. so and i'm not saying it's over three years and um and so uh, all the Satanists got together, you know, the prophets of Baal. Yes. Baal's a demon god. Yes. And the prophets of the groves. Yes. There was 400 prophets of Baal and then 400, 450 prophets of Baal and then 450, 400 prophets of the groves wow. that ate at Jezebel's table. Oh, my goodness. They were her personal. I had
1: forgotten Prophets. That. Yes. Yes.
0: And story. so they all got together and, and said, we're going we're gonna to make it rain.
1: Where is that? 2 Kings what? Second uh, 18. Years, uh, fir, uh, uh,
0: King's, uh, First King. First King's, King's 18. 18. First King's and is so 18. they all said, hey, we'll just, we'll just make it rain. And Elijah, and we talked about this. You can go back and look at the other. and Elijah, Elijah just made fun of me. He said, let me tell you something. If God's God, let's follow him. If Baal's God, let's follow him. Right. So we're going to prove today Whose God is God? So he wasn't proving who he is.
1: Right, right. He's proven who God is. Yes. And of yes. course you'd
0: have to go back and either read the Bible or go back and listen to our our, our broadcasting about how that they, they put the, the 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 sacrifice up and Baal's the prophets of Baal did everything, <laughs> cut themselves, ripped their clothes, oh, yeah. nothing right. happened. Yeah. And Elijah made fun of not politically correct. Said, hey, your God's asleep, your God's on vacation. What's wrong with your God? <laughs> and then whenever it came his turn, he saturated the whole thing with water so it'd be harder to set on fire. Right. And and then he called on God and God burned the whole thing up. And so when he, proved whose, God was, when he proved whose God was God, then he took a sword and killed all those prophets. I mean, <laughs> killed them dead.
1: didn't make Jezebel really happy. Oh, so no, the, the Jezebel. Oh, listen, we
0: could go yeah. on for a while yeah, that's about right. that. That's right. Jezebel sent him a tweet. <laughs> I mean, that's sent right. him a message. <laughs> she got on Facebook and she said, in fact, she said this. She said, because, listen, buddy, you, because you've killed these prophets. Yeah. She said, You're a dead man. Yeah. And by this time tomorrow, you're a dead man. Right. And she said this She said, So be it to me that all the gods would kill me if you're not dead by this time tomorrow. Oh, well, that's my a dumb goodness. thing for her to say. Oh. Now, see, she, she was in natural authority. Right. She's a queen. Right. I mean, she commanded soldiers. She commanded armies. She exactly. commanded. She had people put to death. So she, and her authority, right. her natural authority, she's the queen, she's the government, she's the IRS, she's the whoever wow. the Congress, president, whoever. And she said, I want to kill you. You're right. a dead man. Yeah. I, I, I command you executed. Yeah. I, I sign your death warrant today that this yeah. time tomorrow you're dead. Yeah, we're
1: going to close your business down. We're going to take yeah. your put you in So jail you may
0: have it. received a, an ultimatum, a declaration. Right, you've heard me right, say this Terry. many, many times over the years My from a, from the government, from a family member, from an employer. Maybe the doctor told you you got three days to live because you got stage four, or whatever. Uh, that's that natural authority. So this is the way it is. You're right. But there always, as you've heard me say for decades, there always has to be a response. Yes. Uh, every threat. Write yes. this down somewhere. Every threat must have a response.
1: Yes, right.
0: Anytime somebody threatens you, you must Open respond. your mouth. <laughs> whenever, Say Go- it. whenever Goliath in 1 Samuel 17 cursed David by his demon gods and said, I'm going to kill you dead. And then verse 45 says, Then said David to the Philistine. And this kid's what, 17 years That's old? Right. Doesn't even have a pocket knife. And he said, This day, I'm taking your head off your shoulders, big boy.
1: Well and that's taking spiritual authority. That's, Goliath that's thought he had spiritual
0: authority. Yeah. Goliath had natural, natural authority. authority. He was the champion. He that's was so the, good. he was the giant. He was the, the warrior. He <laughs> was from a, from his youth. Right. And he said, I won't kill you, kid. Can you imagine? My gosh, and this, that little this teenage kid, guy went out there. Seventeen years old without a knife. <laughs> said i'm going to cut your head off your shoulders yeah. and i'm going to feed your carcass and all the carcass of the philistine army to the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field that all this assembly will yes, know there's I a god, god god in Israel. Is, now notice he didn't say i'm david no right i'm bad they're going to know i'm the best slingshot i'm going to be hitter. the hero no sir <laughs> and me, look at me look at me no no no, no he no, said no. i don't come to you with a, right. with a sword and a spear i come to you in the name of the lord of hosts the god Right. of the armies of israel whom you have defied And right. this day you're a dead man so he overrode that natural authority exactly with his spiritual authority right and that's what elijah did i mean i mean she said you're a dead man i mean they have to i mean right. by, by tomorrow you're dead Well, you know, that's what? all the authority of the kingdom all the yeah, military right, all the soldiers right. you're right. dead and all he did is just happened to two chapters later Chapter 21 of King, the first Kings, uh, she had a, a guy killed because her husband Ahab, was a right. wicked, wicked king. Right. And Ahab wanted this vineyard, beautiful vineyard. A guy named Naboth owned it. Naboth said, no, sir, it's not for sale. And the king said, but I want it. He said, I'm sorry, sir, it's not for sale. Yeah, but I'll give you some other property for it. I'll trade you. No, it's not for sale. I'll give you lots of money for it. No, it's not for sale. Thank you very much. And so he went back and cried to, to Jezebel. Hey, he, won't, he won't. And she said, you tell mama what's wrong, baby. Mama, fix it for you. Yeah. And Ahab said, hey, he won't sell me that vineyard. And she said, I'll take care of that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll get that vineyard for you. Just go take a nap. And, so she goes and has Naboth this is her authority her power she has Naboth and his son's killed and then she gives the she comes back and says to Ahab hey baby mama took you care of it I got you that vineyard and I just go down there and take it and so when he gets down there to take it he's so happy he gets something they go, oh I got a vineyard I got a vineyard he gets down there and runs smack dab into the prophet Elijah because wow. Elijah came to meet him yeah and I think it's so funny there in chapter 1 chapter 21 of 1 of, of Kings Whenever he got down there, he, he saw Elijah, and his eyes got big, and he, he said, Oh, Elijah, my old enemy, have you found me? Elijah, you better believe I've found you, and I know what you did, and because of what you did, you're a dead man. And the same dogs that licked the blood of Naboth well. are going to lick your blood Ahab, yeah, right. and not only that, that wicked woman you're married to, that sent me a tweet and a Facebook and a <laughs> message yesterday and said I'm going to be dead. Hear you, hear you. Uh, yeah. The dog's going to eat her. Well, She's a dead woman, and I mean the dogs will eat her, and there won't be anything left to her, even to recognize to bury. And that's well, exactly what happened. Well, that spiritual authority shifts. You she know, cursed it'll go herself back and, and said, "May the gods kill me." Yeah, right. If if, if, if Elijah's not dead. Well, here, Elijah lived for years and years and years, and she didn't make it very long.
1: Well, you know, the whole thing, too, like you're painting that picture for folks, is that uh, here you are. Uh, the natural world has their authority, mm-hmm. but then a man or woman of God comes back in the spiritual authority. And just like Jesus, the devil came to him there in the wilderness and said, if you're really the son of God... You're mm-hmm. coming
0: right back to why didn't Jesus jump. Yeah, why didn't Jesus <laughs> jump?
1: And the whole thing is, is that... The humility side of it that you pointed out in David's response and Elijah's response is but not see, about there us. There always
0: has to be a response. Uh, Elijah to responded to Jezebel. Uh David responded to Goliath. And Jesus responded to the devil so, and said, It, it is written. written. And that's how he, that's that's why he didn't jump.
1: That's exactly right.
0: And we'll talk about that when we come back. You know,
1: I I just hope you're taking notes and allowing. Ask the Holy Spirit. There's
0: so much I want to get into. Oh, ask
1: the Holy Spirit to, you're hearing our voices, but that inward voice of the Holy Spirit can open up your heart and show you where to exactly put this information down on the inside of your understanding. So we're going to come back here in just a minute. We'll talk to you and give you some more stuff.
0: Hello, everybody. Renee and I just wanted to stop in real quick and give you a brief report. It's a big report, but we'll make it short, <laughs> on what you did and what we did and what God did to help widows and orphans and humanitarian aid and help people That's around right. the world this okay. last Christmas. Of course, it's expanded from Christmas <laughs> to year round, but this That's last right. Christmas, you did a great job. Renee, tell them. I'll hold this up, and you just kind of tell them what's going on.
1: Well, we just had such marvelous response from everyone. Supernatural things happen. People made sacrifices and then people were so generous and we are so grateful that over the last two years we have gone over over the top in miraculous ways of tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars to be able to do what god's called us the to two
0: do. the biggest years we've ever had are during the pandemic
1: biggest years and people are still giving towards the ministry of widows and orphans just like the bible says what a wonderful thing oh yeah old testament
0: and, new take care of widows yeah and take
1: care of widows and orphans and so we're doing that right now this year the report is on there uh, the the map and the as you open up the brochure will show you all the different countries we exceeded what we did last year with widows, orphans, missionaries, uh, putting roofs on houses for widows, uh yeah, Almost 30 all- Yeah, uh, and it's just an amazing thing to me what the Lord did. And uh, we just want to invite you, you know, to um, give year round. And if you're a business, Brick and mortar business, and you have an opportunity to influence your customers. Uh, We'll be glad to help you and send you a poster to do that right there in your business for you. Yeah, and so we're we just want to say thank you to everyone that gave, but then also expect this in the mail or if you get it through email online, it's coming right away.
0: Yeah, go to terrymise.com or orphan one and you can actually see the brochure online. That's right. Uh, or we'll be glad to, if you'll send us your address, uh, we'll be glad to send it to you by U.S. Mail. And of course, our partners will get it in the, we'll get it in the mail anyway. it. But so we love you and appreciate you. Yes. We'd like you to pray about, as Renee said, giving uh, uh, regularly, partnering with JMICF, the Missionary Organization, uh, the foundation, uh, Jackie Meyers International Children's right. Foundation, and also to partner with us, Carrie Meyers Ministries, uh, because we're taking the gospel to yes, the world, and we want you right. to know that you are more, more than, than conquerors. Alpers.
1: We're talking about the the question that has been raised of why didn't Jesus jump? And, and that has so much to do with what we're talking about in spiritual authority. So Absolutely. I want to read this to you out of Matthew chapter 4. It's also over in Luke chapter 4. It's the encounter where Jesus has, uh, with the devil himself, coming to him while he's been in the wilderness for 40 days. This is at the end of the 40 days where he's been fasting and praying. And uh, it says that... He's been
0: baptized in in, in the River Jordan by by his cousin, John the Baptist. Right. The Holy Spirit comes on him like a dove. He's filled with the Holy Ghost. And immediately the Holy Spirit people don't want to think about this <laughs> but it's verse 1 here says the spirit led, led him, him into the wilderness into the
1: wilderness where to be he
0: tempted of the devil yeah
1: where he was <laughs> oh, to wait, be tempted oh holy spirit i don't want to do
0: that anyway go <laughs> I ahead i
1: know i know i mean just religious goofy things that that we've come up with through the years and this is the truth this right here is the truth that jesus was led by the holy spirit and he went into the wilderness fasting knowing he was to be led uh, he was going to be tempted of the devil mm-hmm. in those situations because it's always the the real thing. The devil's going to come to you in your mind. He's going to come to you. Uh, it's going to seem like it's just a almost a personal encounter yeah, sometimes. He's going to with that you to do yeah. So we get down over here. Uh, he went without food for 40 days and 40 nights. And later he was hungry. And the tempter, Satan, came to him and said, If you are God's son, command these stones he to said, be.
0: See, I want you to prove who you are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. If you're really the son of God, Mm -hmm. if you're really a Christian, if Jesus really lives in your heart, I mean, there's so many things the world, the devil, other people are going to come to you and try to say, but Jesus replied,
0: if you're God's son, make these stones turn into bread.
1: Isn't that something?
0: You're hungry. If you're hungry, hadn't had anything to eat. Yeah. So if you're the son of God, here's some stones, turn them into bread. <laughs> Do a miracle for me.
1: Wow. Well, prove who you are. Yeah, okay. P- put a nickel in, perform here mm-hmm, for us. Mm-hmm. But he replied, this is so classic, Terry, you teach this so well. It has been written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Jesus, as you said in the last segment, Jesus didn't have to prove you know, who you are. It's not about us. David didn't talk about himself. No, Elijah exactly right. didn't talk about himself. Mm-hmm. He talked about
0: who God was. And Jesus said it is written. Where is it written? It's written in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Isn't that wonderful? Deuteronomy. He just, he just quoted a scripture from the Old Testament. From it said, the Old it Testament. is written. Yeah, Man shall not live by bread alone. by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. The
1: humility that's involved in acting in spiritual authority is that you're proving God, not yourself. And when he
0: spoke that, it is written. It became almost like on Star Wars, you know, (laughs) a sword in his hand. Yes. Because the Bible says this is the sword of the Spirit. When you speak the word of God, it's the sword of the Spirit. That's part of your armor in Ephesians 6. And so he said, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, <laughs> but by every word that proceeds yes, out of the mouth yes, of God. Yes, the devil. Yes. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, right. That's so good. Then the devil took him into the holy city and placed him on a turret uh, and of the temple, the sanctuary. And he said to him, if you are the son of God, here again is that prove yourself, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give His angels charge over you, and they will bear you up in their hands, lest you strike your foot against a stone and again. See, he did Jesus, the
0: same thing Jesus did. He said, "But it is written." Yeah. Well, where is it written? Psalms ninety-one. Right. He quoted Psalms ninety-one to him that God has charged His angels uh, to have charge over you uh, to lift you up, lest you dash your feet against That's the stone. Right. But see, you can't you can't cancel one scripture, one law of God, right? with another law. Right. God's laws aren't going to cancel out. Exactly. That's so good. So you can't take Y'all one, can't take one promise this, or yeah. one law to override, another. to do away with another.
1: Right. Or to give you an excuse to act on the lust of your flesh because you like this scripture better than you did the other <laughs> no scriptures. Joking. Which is famous for human nature, even as a Christian. But it, Jesus said to him, but I know the word says, he says, I know God said that. But it is on the other hand, the Amplified says, Terry, Jesus said, on the other hand, it is written also, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. And again, he quoted another scripture out of Deuteronomy uh-huh. six sixteen,
0: Which is why he didn't jump.
1: Which is why he didn't jump. <laughs> if I jumped, I would
0: be tempting the Lord my God. I'd right. say, okay, God, I'm going to jump off here and you, you, you know.
1: And there would have been no purpose but to prove who he was. Exactly. And that didn't have anything to do with what the word of God was exactly. was there for, exactly. you know. And of course, it goes on to talk about how, you know, he took him up on the very high mountain, you know, the kingdom and and told him, he said, if you'll bow down to me, I'll give you all of this. And again, Jesus said it is written out of Deuteronomy six. Is that 16? Deuteronomy Romans six sixteen uh, where he I said, that's right. uh, you know, it's amazing. Verse no, written, that's, you shall six
0: thirty three. I think
1: okay, six thirty three, and he said again, you shall worship the Lord your God, and Him alone will you serve. That holy. So encounter. he gave him three
0: times. Yeah. He took the sword, right. stuck it in him. Said it is written, stuck it in him. Right, and that last time when he stuck it in, he just gave it a little twist. Yeah, uh, because that backed the devil off because the very next scripture here in verse 12, verse 11 says then the devil leaveth him
1: right
0: and, and behold angels came and ministered to him i think the amplified says says it left him for a better time right. and i guess he never found a better time because he didn't come back but that that that's that ran him off that's right and i know we don't have but just a couple but can minutes can you tell here,
1: that story real quick cuz I, I, I and and let's let our friends remain nameless in this but just give the example of of how they ask you to fly into a thunderstorm to, because we're faith people. Can you tell that real yeah, quick? Yeah, well, I'm a pilot, and, we'll come back and, and, and decades ago
0: in Tulsa, Jackie and I had these very dear friends. They're very well-known, famous ministers. I won't I won't say their name, uh, but good friends. And so they liked for me to rent an airplane, uh, and and we'd fly somewhere to shop or fly somewhere to eat or right, just have right. fun for the day. Right. So we had planned a trip somewhere from Tulsa, and we, all, we got at the airport, the four of us, and I went inside to check the weather. Uh, and then you couldn't just do it on your phone. Those right. are before cell phones right. and stuff. So you had to actually go to the airport and go in and check the weather. And I came back out and said, sorry, guys, we can't go. And they said, why right. not? I said, well, there's a squall line. I mean, a squall line, not just a thunderstorm. And it's going from the Mexican border to the Canadian border. Yeah. And I said, we can't get over it. It's 50,000 feet. We well, can't get around it. That's a and thing I, I said, so we can't yeah. go. And he said to me, and then she also, his wife said, just patted me and said, oh, come on, we're Terry, we're faith men. Let's just, we're faith, let's, let's go. I said, oh, no, no, faith doesn't work that way. I said, that's not how faith works. Right. I said, how faith Listen. works is is, is, if, is if, if the weather was good and we got up flying and all of a sudden the weather system came in on us, right. we could use our faith and our spiritual authority to get out of that. And I've done that many times. Exactly. I've, I, many times I've said, oh, God. And I've commanded the clouds to part, and they did, and there's a sunshine. And I said, that's how faith works. Mm-hmm. I said, but we don't go right into a thunderstorm yeah. on purpose, into a <laughs> yeah. squall line. Just
1: because of who we <laughs> are. Just just
0: just to prove who we are. We're faith people. Right, you, don't, right. you don't fly into a squall line. Exactly. And I said what many pilots say. I say, I know all there is to know about bad weather. You stay out of it. You know, yes. put an airplane into exactly. a crawl line, exactly. and, and 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 so, uh, and they didn't like it, but I, but but the pilot in command is the pilot in command, You're and, alive I said, today and I said to we're to not tell going. About it. So that that was one of those times that I didn't jump. Right. <laughs> now, now, like I said, other times I've been in so situations good. where the weather's sh- Piled in you know, even my hurricane in Mexico right, one time. Right. And, and I just rebuked it and went on where I was being, going. But I didn't fly into it on purpose. right? You don't tempt the Lord thy God. For it is written, right. thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. So a lot of times Christians don't understand the difference between spiritual authority. And right. well, it's like that old book that my dear friend Fred Price wrote decades ago, Faith, Foolishness, or Presumption. Are you in faith? Are you just in foolishness or are you just presuming uh, on God and you right. got to know which one you are to make spiritual authority work it just
1: takes you know learning and and going over it again and listening and we're, that's why we're you know, teaching this. we're going this to be it.
0: talking about spiritual authority for a few weeks and go back and pick up the last several weeks or at yeah. uh, the first of this series yeah you, you'll you'll learn some stuff and it'll help you it may save your life
1: in the meantime we're going to say one more time to you you are more, more than, than conquerors. conquerors see you next time bye bye.
0: Hello, everybody. Renee and I just want to remind you that the greatest miracle of all time and the only eternal miracle is salvation. You know, Christians say sometimes, hey, if you get saved, you live forever. Well, I've got news for you. You're going to live forever anyway, somewhere, either in hell without God for eternity or in heaven with god for eternity so uh we don't want to leave without giving you an opportunity to to give your life to jesus to accept him as your personal savior the bible says if we'll confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that god raised jesus from the dead and called jesus our lord ask forgiveness for our sins we will be saved even says if you'll call on the name of the lord you'll be saved so uh, let's just do that right now pray this prayer after me father god I come before you today to accept Jesus. I believe in my heart Jesus is the Son of God. I call on you today according to your word. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, wash me in your blood, make me a new creature. Thank you, Lord, for saving me, and I'll serve you the rest of my days in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, the Bible says you're saved, you're born again. So write us, let us know, tell somebody that you prayed with Terry and Renee and that you gave your heart to Jesus. We love you God bless you.